That song, Joy to the World, you know, that was a, a different rendition on it. But, you know, so many of these carols amazes me how awesome the words are. I mean, made centuries ago, but they're so powerful and they're rich. Just so much depth there. This one, I'm just going to, you know, we just sang a lot of it, but there's a, you know, one verse we didn't sing. I just want to read through it. Some, it says, Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. We were talking about that last week. He is the king. Came as a baby, but he's the king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. Heaven and nature sing. Heaven and nature sing. Then joy to the world, the Savior reigns. I mean, these are, these are powerful, deep words. Let men uh, their songs employ while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy, then that repeats. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. We'll come back to that one. And then he rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and the wonders of his love. But it's talking about him being the king, him being the savior, him basically to redeem mankind as far as the curse is found. We're just going to touch on that a little bit this morning. Luke 2.11 says, For there is born to you this day in the city of David a savior who is Christ the Lord. In John 4.42 it says, Then they said to the woman, Now we believe not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. In, the, in uh, Luke 168, the New Living Translation says, Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and redeemed his people. He has sent us a mighty Savior from the royal line of the servant David, just as he promised through his holy prophets long ago. The word Savior, it means deliverer, God, Christ, Messiah means the Savior. And that word uh, is used as deliverer, to protect. In the King James Bible, that, that's, that's uh, translated, that word Savior is translated heal or to save. Savior is from the word that's translated uh, heal, preserve, save, do well, to make whole. Jesus' name, Yeshua, Joshua, in Hebrew, means Savior, means deliverer. So he came, I mean, this isn't something like Jesus came, he was named the Savior. He was sent to be the Savior. He was sent to be the, he is the King, but he came, he was sent to save us. Save us from what? You know, sometimes people are like, I won't say that. You know, people mock, you know, being saved. Well, you're going to get saved. What does that mean? Well, I, you know, well, you, you got saved. Oh, so you're saved. Now, no idea, you know, if somebody's mocking that, no idea what they're actually talking about, like as if they don't need to be saved. No, the whole world 
needs to be saved whether they know it or not. You understand because we think something or have an opinion doesn't change facts. It doesn't matter what we believe as it affects what is real and already happened. People can say, well, I don't believe Jesus is the same. I don't believe I need to be saved. I don't believe in God. doesn't matter. It doesn't change the reality that the world was cursed because of sin. Uh, Romans 5.12 says, Therefore, just as though, as through one man sin entered the world, through Adam, Adam and Eve sinned, God created the world perfect. Adam and Eve's sin bowed their knee to God's sworn enemy. He was able, Satan was able to come in, deceive Adam and Eve. It says the, you know, Bible says Adam wasn't deceived, but he went along with Eve. He bowed his knee to, to, to Satan, and because of that, sin entered the world. It says, sin entered the world and death through sin. And thus, death spread to all men because all sinned. This is what happened in the earth, is that there, there, the, we are talking about paradise. But then Adam and Eve, they, they bowed their knee to Satan, gave him authority over their life, gave him authority in the world, and their curse came on the world over all mankind. Romans 5.18, just a few verses later, says, Therefore, as through one man's offense, judgment came to all men. So what Adam did, he said, well, that's not fair. Adam, it'd be like, you know, today. Somebody's father did something that put the whole family in extreme debt or put the whole family in extreme hardship. The family pays for it regardless. Well, Adam is our great, 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 just on and on grandfather. He sold us all out. Now, we're not throwing any stones at Adam, but this is what the Bible said. This is, this is what happened. So it says, therefore, as what through one man uh, offense, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation, even so through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men. So Jesus came to undo what Adam did. So where Adam failed, Jesus came. That's why, see, he had to come as a man. That's why he had to be born of a virgin. These are not technicalities. These are vital. If he wasn't born of a virgin, if he had the same bloodline that you and I have, then he's under Adam. God is infinitely logical. These are not just religious things that are just like, well, you know, just make stuff up. Oh, you know, people will mock that. Well, yeah, you know, God just impregnated a teenager and, you know, came to earth, and they mock it. They don't understand the legalities involved. It had to be that way. So Jesus comes into the earth untainted by what Adam did. He came, though, with the same flesh that you and I had. See, the Bible says he, he uh, laid aside his mighty weight and glory. He came as a man. He's 100% God, but he didn't walk this earth as a man or as a uh, uh, God using his power. He was God, but he used, he walked as you and I have walked. He faced all the temptation that we face, every kind, every form, not necessarily everything, but every category, everything, every challenge that you and I have been pressed with, Jesus came and he conquered. And so the king came to redeem those that needed to be redeemed. The king came as a baby. I mean, you just can't, we can't even comprehend 
the magnitude of the king of the universe humbling himself to become like you and me, a creator, uh, the creation. The creator became like the creation. Came into the earth, stepped in to our world. Not for himself, because he didn't need to be saved. He came for you and me, and we didn't do anything to deserve it before we had ever done anything uh, right. He came in when we were dead in our sins, and he came in. He's coming to earth as a baby, ultimately to die for us, so that we could be redeemed out of what Adam did, so that we could be redeemed out of the curse. So it says, uh, we'll just read verse 18 again, therefore, as though one man's offense, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation, even so through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of light. Notice it says free gift. It's a free gift that came to us. He didn't, we didn't do anything to deserve it. Jesus is a gift. He came to, to give his life for you and me so we could be redeemed. And then it says, resulting in justification of life. Justification is acquittal. If you're justified in a court of law, it means declared not guilty. You are free. That's what Jesus did for us. So that in the court of the universe, you and I that were sold out by Adam now through Jesus can say we're not guilty. Why? Because of what Jesus did. I'm under what he did. If I believe it. See, it's a free gift. We didn't have to do anything to earn it, but we do have to believe it. That's like signing our name to the contract. So you can't, you're not going to change the terms of the contract. Contracts made between Jesus, he, he laid down his life, and God, uh, he's the, Jesus is the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth. The contract has been made. Jesus gave his life as a ransom for many. You don't change the terms of the contract, but what you can is sign your name on there and said, I believe it. I trust what he did. And that's what justifies us in the court of the universe. Verse 19 says, for as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous because of what Jesus did, because of what he did as the man. Notice it's capitalized by one man, 100% God, 100% man, because of what he did, many will be made righteous. Righteous means you're in right standing with God. So Jesus came to redeem us and to, to, to uh, save us from the curse. The Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having been become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So we're redeemed from the curse of the law. We're redeemed from the curse that includes poverty, sickness, death. If you go back and read all the curses for not keeping what God said, we're redeemed from all of it. All that is death, but Jesus came to redeem us all out of it by believing on him. We can be made right and we don't have to deal with the curse, and we don't have to be under the lordship of Satan any longer. Galatians 4, 4 says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son. That's what we're talking about. It's what we celebrate today. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son. We're into the earth. For what? 
born of a woman, born under the law. In other words, he was born under the same constraints we are to redeem those who were under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons. So he came to redeem us who were under the law. So if we believe on him, we can be adopted. See, we were under Satan. We were under Adam who bowed his knee to Satan. We're in this family, but God made a way so we could be adopted into his family and be free from everything that Adam, the mess that Adam created. And so in that, you know, I read Joy to the World to begin with, that third stanza, which some, you know, it wasn't in that song that they sang this morning. Sometimes people uh, don't sing it. It says, no more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow as far as the curse is found. See, Jesus came so that his blessings would uh, flow as far as the curse is found. Wherever there's curse on the earth, which is the whole world, Jesus came to eradicate it. Wherever men will believe what he did, it becomes real in their life, and they're free from the bondage of Satan. They're free from the bondage of the curse. Free from the mess that Adam made under the bondage of a wicked family, of a wicked father who is Satan, into adoption into a family of the king of the whole universe and not because of we earned of anything we earned, but because of what Jesus did Christ the king that baby in a manger represents redemption of all mankind into the kingdom of almighty God so you and I could be called sons so you and I could be called daughters let's close with this verse Romans 21 uh, says but now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets of long ago. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who you are. For everyone has sinned. We, fall, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in His grace, freely makes us right in His sight, he did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty for our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. That is why Jesus came. And that is what we celebrate, that ultimately that baby would become the one who sheds his blood for all of mankind to redeem us to himself. Amen. So holy, so magnificent, so awesome, can't, just only can begin to comprehend it. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. God is so good. So good for what he did in Jesus. Amen.